everybody, sorry I'm late. I have been chasing this con man all around the world, and it turns out he's actually a kid the whole time. And he really threw me for a loop, but I got him in the end. You're listening to This Film Is Not Yet Created, the podcast where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never came out. Uh, I'm Chris Rivas, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Hi, sorry I'm late. I'm just a... Uh... I'm just a maid in this underground facility, and they're carrying this big fish man, and I've fallen in love with him, and I'm going to <laughs> free him so we can be together. <laughs> and this week we have a very special guest. She is uh, a good friend. She's a very funny comedian, a writer, producer, director, teacher, uh, all around Chicago in the comedy scene, from Miami originally. She's just a true baller uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 miami <laughs> thanks for smith uh, <laughs> party in the city where the heat is on <laughs> give it up for miss natalie gowley oh thanks i'm sorry i'm late i um this avon lady came to my house and took me home with her <laughs> and i guess she felt sorry for me because i had like these scars on my face uh-huh. and she wanted to heal me and well, the neighbors really liked me, but I, they didn't like my scissors for hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. I imagine that was a pretty rude awakening when uh, you like tried to fluff a pillow. Yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, Man, that waterbed could not handle it. <laughs> the best in the business when it comes to landscaping. <laughs> you should see my haircuts, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're talking about Splash. Yes, Splash! Splash! <laughs> That's my... It's a whip, I don't know. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> oh. Do yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do mine. I'll do mine. Aww. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> stupid soundproof, thick metal water sticks. bottle. Get out of here. Uh... Natalie, tell us a little bit about Splash. Oh, man. A splash. We're talking Daryl Hannah, uh-huh. Tom Hanks, Eugene Levy, and the late John Candy. Yep. And, uh, wow, what a trash movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just I remember being a kid and being in love with this movie because yeah. it was about a mermaid, you know? And I was, mm-hmm. like, super into mermaids. Um I guess I was apparently super into being boxed into a stereotype and a you know and a a, a specific role yeah. for women, which is what watching it today reminded me of. I was like, "Fuck, this movie is bad for women, but also really bad for Tom Hanks." Yeah, he is not likable in this movie no he's not <laughs> no he's not I, I don't i've never seen this movie but i'd always heard about it oh yeah and i'd only heard that it was tom hanks's first movie oh this was his first movie this is his first like major movie he had done a lot of tv stuff that's true i am doing so though this was the first like big movie of his wow. obviously big was the first big movie of his but um yeah because before this that he came was in, later right was in yeah. Buddies. Yeah. yeah yeah big was 80 86 this is like 84 or something. Yeah, this something. is like that. A couple yeah. years before. Um, I would like for both of you to know that I saw something today that this movie, as well as Beverly Hills Cop, not Beverly Hills Cop, 
Um, Beverly Hills Ninja? Yeah, no, not him. Beverly Hills Cop. Not Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills Cop. Both came out in 84. Uh-huh. Both were nominated for Best Original Screenplay the at the Oscars. Uh-huh. No This way. movie is a nominated Oscar movie. This movie had one of the worst scripts ever. Ever. Like, we have, we've been doing this show for, like... 25-ish episodes. I thought you were going to say years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. why I thought that We've at all. We've been doing this since we were six and seven. Yeah. Um, this movie is probably one of the worst ones that we've done. I'm so glad I could bring this to the table. Uh, me too. <laughs> like, damn. Me I, too. When I, when I threw it out there, I didn't even think about how bad it was. I didn't remember it being mm-hmm. this bad. Uh, and just, you know, for listeners, what the plot is... it starts with like a flashback kind of thing or like back in the day where uh tom hanks's family is on some sort of what what is it like a a regatta a three hour tour (laughs) tour. they're off the coast of cape cod off the coast of cape cod and his brother who is played by john candy when he's older he has a thing for tossing coins on the ground just so that he mm-hmm. can look up women's dresses. It's like classic. Classic yeah. boys. Very, boys. very little rascals. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, uh, Tom Hanks' character, Alan, is looking over the railing and uh, he sees something. Is this like a, like a fish tailor? I don't know what the fuck he sees. Does he? I, I didn't see anything. I just shit, saw right? water. Yeah. 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 And then he just decides, I'm just going to dive he out. He jumps in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder, because the kid who's playing him plays him so somber. Uh-huh. Like, what was up with this kid? You know? What was going on in his mind that he was so reckless with his own life? Yeah, he just, yeah, he was, he felt, he felt something missing. And the thing that was missing was a mermaid. Apparently. <laughs> and, and yeah, there's, there's this... And, and he can't swim, which right. is hilarious. And you think that after that experience, yeah. he would want to learn how to swim. Right? And that he would dedicate his life. Yeah. Unless he really thought he was, like, losing it and, mm-hmm. and it was all a, a dream or something. But, like, you would, you would think that he would be so committed. Yeah. Like Eugene Levy. You would think... <laughs> <laughs> he would be so committed. <laughs> He's not. He's not as committed as Eugene Levy was at his job. All right, like Eugene Levy, like stole the show for me. He was so good. He was the best part of the whole. Yeah, I, 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 the the acting in this movie was not bad. Yeah, the like you said, the directing in this movie was not bad. What was bad was the writing and the archetypes that came with the writing Mm -hmm. and the fact that uh, there were parts of the movie where it felt like everything is going right for so long that we got to manufacture some kind of conflict so she can spend the night out in the rain Uh and be all sad only (laughs) when he is at work. He doesn't even try to keep looking for her. She just comes up to him and she's like, yes, I'll marry you. Like, (laughs) yeah, I've, yeah, I felt bad that like oh, 
the women are written <laughs> this way because she comes out and she is just like she's horny as hell. She mm-hmm. just kisses mm-hmm. him right there in Dude, the middle of the police office. How many times does yeah. she bite her lip in this mm-hmm. fucking movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. How many times? Just for random well, shit. And, well, that's because she saw a lobster at the, that's true. That's <laughs> at the grocery store. And, and what are the rules for her like legs versus tail action? I don't get it. Is my is when like, she's wet, she like, has a fin. When she isn't, she has legs. But I know, how but much like time. If you're Does going, it yeah, take? exactly. Right like, when she when, gets when in she the first tub? on the on the island um, on Liberty Island, mm-hmm. um, was she just like chilling at the like the base of the rocks, waiting for her skin to dry so that she could have legs yeah. and then walk up? And if she was waiting all that time, how come nobody saw her before then? Yeah, and I don't know. It's just because they portrayed the New England goods as incompetent, <laughs> so they're not going to be looking for her. You know what? I like to think mermaid. that those guys were not incompetent at all. I do, too. I, I really like to think that they just love to fuck with Eugene mm-hmm. Levy's character so much. Yeah, oh, of I think, course. I think my true problem with this movie is can be boiled down to those goons. <laughs> because, on the one hand, you've got John Candy whose comedy in this movie is looking up women's skirts, yeah. drinking and smoking while playing racquetball. Walking around being, with a penthouse casually. Yeah. Being, oh, yeah. No, giving yeah. penthouses <laughs> to all of your employees. Yes. yes. Uh, only only <laughs> wanting to talk bad. to the penthouse reporters. Yeah. Um, being just like a, 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 a complete, like, you know, womanizer at the bar. It's like, it's funny. It's really, it works for him, right? For him. But on the other end of the spectrum, in the same movie, you've got Eugene Levy, who's this cartoon character with slapstick goons <laughs> and running around and, like... Falling and then, into manholes. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, chubby, um, you know, armed military guard who's like, oh, I'm really dumb. <laughs> No, they they were like, I want to cast the most pathetic looking guy that would ever wear an army ranger uniform and put him in front of that door. Uh, oh. The fucking Swedish doctor. Yes, the Swedish like, doctor. And then the casual racism of like, well, you guys don't look Swedish. Yeah. Because they're not yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the line, I have a 12 inch penis, gets them through the door. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, wouldn't wouldn't that be more of a burden? Mm-hmm. The twelve, right. the whole twelve you inches, wrap it around. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could see that being a problem. Yeah. Well, and it also makes me wonder. I mean, I know it was a different time, six and ten. but like, was this movie for little kids? Was it just for adults? Because some of the slapstick is seems like it's for kids. Mm-hmm. The the content of like, ooh, a mermaid seems like it's for kids. Yeah. But then. The jokes of penthouse and 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 like her walking around naked everywhere. Yeah, and like yeah. that seems a, a lot more adult. That's true. It the, struck it, me as very quintessential New Yorker movie. You know, everyone is so fucking angry in this movie mm-hmm. all the time. Tom Hanks screams so many times. Yeah. Why? What is he so angry about? Eugene Levy always. He's always at a fucking twelve. Yeah. With but, the screaming. That's okay for him. <laughs> it's okay for his character. But it's so angry. I don't know. It was it was unjustifiable anger that came from nowhere that you couldn't really understand mm-hmm. why he has zero patience. You know, yeah. like I wonder if Eugene Levy were to revisit this character today, if he would play it the same way. I wonder if the writer were to revisit this movie today, would they do things different? Because I'm also thinking about like 
the first time we meet Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. he's just an asshole to Tom Hanks. From the beginning. Who's a guy who just showed up mm-hmm. and like, yeah, he looks like he was just drunk and washed up on the beach, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. I've never been to Cape Cod, but I assume that's how everyone there is. I, I assume everyone there is just always wearing tuxedos and drunkenly washed up on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cape Cod has seen its fair share of 7 a.m. post-wedding people stumble across the beach. Uh, I Look, I really, I think with this movie... Uh, the the biggest thing with Tom Hanks's character is that, in my opinion, he didn't have it all that bad. He was yeah, he, he was, had a great a yeah. He was life. the boss of this this cha- this like produce part that was like going that's about to get into this like grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a relationship. Yeah, she dumped him and was moving out because he wouldn't say I love you. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that that's yeah. the crux of the movie is getting him to say yeah, I but love he's you going to someone. To presidential dinners. Yes. How is <laughs> he, he doing what that? What was that scene? <laughs> I, that was so random to me, and then I'm like, I'm sorry. That's that's a place where you took someone to propose to uh-huh. them. Is that where he proposed? Uh, or was no? It was he at wanted the, to do it after. He wanted to do it afterwards. But but presidential dinner. Why is that a normal thing that yep. nobody talks about in this movie? Yep. It just happens, and then we walk away. <laughs> why Why do you have a freak out when your lady's in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're like, what's happening? Are What's's you going okay? On? You gotta open right. the door no, right I'm now. I'm taking a fucking bath, dude. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. And we had sex I'm, 20 times. That's I'm an tired. inconsistent part with her tail, too, yep. where it's like, it takes too long to dry, you know? I, that whole yeah. scene was also. It was I, very I, I will say I do know why the president scene was in there. It's because they wanted a scene where Eugene Levy gets taken away by security forces. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But but the way that he sprayed her, <laughs> it was it was amazing with the cuts that they did because yeah. like it was like imagine yourself like getting getting tackled by like f- like five teenagers at the same time oh, and you're trying to shoot that gun at the at the like little target to make the balloon blow up so at the good. carnival. <laughs> Like, oh. he got her. All of uh, the times that he tries to wet them are so great. I wanted more. I wanted that to be the whole movie. He, I didn't need any, like, fabricated uh, uh, conflict between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I I wanted them to just be happy-go-lucky and Eugene Levy, coyote, Wiley Coyote, yeah. failing to get her wet. Through the whole movie. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Or were the elevator people the same people from the sidewalk? I don't remember either. Yeah, that I, think, great. I think so. I think so. Because he gives them like the, oh, you again. <laughs> <laughs> like they both kind of mutually do that. And he's like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> and those people, I mean, what's going on through their heads? You know, yeah. who is this guy? What's the, what's the probability <laughs> that he soaks those two people twice uh-huh. who live in the same building? Of someone that he's hunting down, which, from what it seems and the way it was presented in the movie, and also I don't know what happened because we watched it on Disney Plus and they were coming out like uh, (laughs) they were coming up with a thing that's like things have been edited from this version. Yeah. Um, And I was wondering what was missing. I can tell you what Uh, it was. I looked it up. Oh yeah. I also watched it on Disney Plus. At least one of the things that they edited is when she uh, when she saves him in Cape Cod as an Uh adult. And she goes, runs back into the water. I knew it. And I knew the it. hair 
They gave her over her. They butt. gave her CGI hair to protect her. Yeah. Oh, apparently the fans were like chewing at Disney out because it was some of the worst CGI they've ever seen. Okay. Like it was really bad photos, and you can tell it's yeah. it's so. I mean, and it kind of messed up her butt. Yeah, you know it. It it, it made it. It made it seem like she had no crack, and made that it, bugged it me. It made it seem like she was wearing a cape made of hair. Yeah, and then her hair is not that long for the rest of the film. <laughs> no, no. I thought it looked it looked like those kind of leggings that are like somewhat flesh toned, but also have like a little bit of a design to them. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought they were, and I, because when I saw that, I'm like. Oh, I get it. It's she's like half in, half out of being a fish. Oh, and like this that is the sense. that's more this clever is, than they were. This is yeah. the animorphs <laughs> picture. Right. Disney, it's it. Disney really dropped the ball. Yeah. with this movie. Yes, they did. And I didn't, I didn't expect to find it on Disney Plus. I didn't either. No. I, I thought I'd have to, you know, find it on YouTube or mm-hmm. something. And, oh or, my goodness! Speaking of finding it on YouTube, that did you watch the trailer for it? Because the trailer is not very PG, and I know that this comes at a time where there was no PG-13. It was just PG or R. Mm -hmm. So this definitely, obviously, would be PG-13. But, like, it was, like, a full-on, like, love letter kind of presentation. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see the trailer for the first movie. Uh, (laughs) I saw the trailer for the second movie. Wait, there's a second one? (laughs) There's a splash, too? So, I... When I pitched this movie to you all, I started looking up, you know, Splash, and then I find out that there's actually a movie called Splash 2. Well, what are we... All right, we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) Episode's over. (laughs) And uh, that's the trailer that I ended up watching, and and then I I (laughs) tried... Who's in that? None of the original cast. I think the only original cast member that comes back is the assistant with the brain trauma. Oh, that's the sweet secure uh, uh, secretary lady. The Aww. one with the bra. Yeah. She got struck by lightning. They just brushed right past that. Yeah, I know. Even the presentation. I that was a joke. No, it really happened. The presentation of that character too was like, look at how goofy this woman is. She's wearing her bra on the outside. Oh. It is really cartoony, and it it makes me think that this was the level of comedy that was. Yeah. That people were doing in in Hollywood, like this is what was being Award churned out. Award-winning comedy, Oscar-winning <laughs> comedy. Mm. It didn't win. Okay, we're nominated. It, it, it lost to a real movie. Oh, but. What did they lose to? Thank God, what did they lose to? It's uh, something. Something oh, in 1984. Yeah, yeah. Platoon. <laughs> I don't know. Something Platoon. that looked like a real movie. Uh, Willem Dafoe just like getting shot. <laughs> Versus a mermaid. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> that's a movie that doesn't have a sequel. Yeah, it should. <laughs> Platoon. <laughs> I don't usually guffaw like that. <laughs> so clearly, we had some opinions. Opinions. Some 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 thoughts about this movie. Not very many. And I, I think would we say. can make it a lot yeah. better. So, Steve, why don't you take us through Great. how you would improve? 
with a splash sequel. Okay. So uh, first off, I'm gonna be doing it mainly in the style of of the way the first trailer was. Like I said, it's all like romantic and lovey. Uh, well, there's gonna be a twist because okay. uh, <laughs> mine is called Splash Two: The Uprising. Um, so, uh, Natalie, you're going to be Madison, Chris, you're going to do the stage directions and be, um, uh, Alan. Okay. And then I will do the rest. Oh, All right. Yeah. So, let me see if I can get my, my Tom Hanks Tom Hanks. Shut up! Let me get my right. Madison down. <laughs> my Alan is just angry Tom Hanks. All right. Uh, yeah, I left, uh, I left, like, kind of, like, little directions for you guys. <laughs> Outside of just <laughs> do a Tom Hanks impression. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right here we go splash two the uprising okay i'm doing stage directions mm-hmm. okay fade in on both alan and madison swimming together in between the reefs of the ocean floor alan and madison against all odds they found true love it was a story that you truly had to see it <laughs> to <Monster>. believe it <laughs> a winner already Alan and Madison swim towards the bright city of Atlantis. Close up to POV shots of Alan's reactions to the stunning architecture, the bright emerald green glow, and witnessing hundreds of people living together in this perfect utopia. Their happy ever, uh, sorry, their happily ever after was about to begin, but sometimes happy ever afters can get a little fishy. <laughs> Cut to Alan and Madison getting married in the Atlantis First Presbyterian Church. <laughs> they kiss as the crowd applauds and people expel high-pitched dolphin noises. The crowd settles down and Reverend Whale, he's a whale that's dressed like a reverend, starts to speak. Now that this marriage has been consummated, rejoice, for the prophecy has become fulfilled. The uprising against the humans begins now. All hail the queen. <laughs> the mer people raise their tridents in the air over and over. Some, uh, some real king of the north shit. They swim away to prepare for battle. <laughs> and your best on Hanks impression. Okay. Um, I'm just not going to yell. Um, <laughs> but what is this all about now? Mermaid Uprising? Man, I cannot catch a break. It's actually really good. Her <laughs> motives were as shadowy as the ocean depths. To understand her is an enigma wrapped in a riddle, hidden in a sunken pirate treasure chest. For he tries to make sense of it all, but his small-minded beta male brain simply doesn't have the comprehension. <laughs> Madison sits in her throne room with Alan on his knee at the foot of the altar. You meek mortal fool, you never could see the bigger picture. You are my tool as a connection to the other worlds. Now that I have you under my command, I will cease my affection towards you and give you what you truly deserve. But, but, I thought we were in love! Why? Because a gorgeous woman saves you from drowning? Because she chases you hundreds of miles down the coast, only to immediately jump on you and pleasure you like a penthouse whore? (laughs) Pleasure you on top of a goddamn refrigerator? (laughs) That was the most uncomfortable fuck of my life. And I've been in Davy Jones' locker before. (laughs) 
I was committed to my mission, not to you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to study your kind. While they mocked me for a light six hours of in-store aerobics, <laughs> I listened to their conversations. I monitored the way that people interacted with each other. I discovered their weaknesses. Through you, I discovered their greatest weakness of all. Love. And I plan to use that weapon against them. Wait, are you not attracted to me? Oh, this was a lie? Why won't you release me? Of course I'm not attracted to you. You look like a malnourished cabbage patch kid that wished himself to be an adult through a cheap plot device. <laughs> and have you looked at me? I make your Manhattan women look like Cleveland fours. And she would know that it's <laughs> I am only keeping you in line for the prophecy. It was foretold that I am destined to bear the firstborn more <laughs> more person with legs. <laughs> I like more person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she gets up from her throne in the fish form as a wall of the uh sorry. She gets up from her throne and the fish form a wall to the backwards uh walking Alan. She stands face to face with him before she suddenly and forcefully grabs his balls. These belong to the mer people now. Do you understand? The door swings open and enters General Trout. He is a trout that is dressed like an army general. Coincidentally, his last name is Trout. He gets quite sensitive about it, so everyone knows to steer clear of that joke when you're with him in the break room. He swims rapidly towards the queen. My queen! My queen! Wondrous news! We, we've gained support from our allies in the Pacific. The crabs and lobsters have are here already in place for the crustacean invasion. We await your command, my liege. <laughs> Madison looks at Alan. She smiles and then turns back to General Trout. We attack at high tide. Be amazed at a man who will stop at nothing to win back the love of his life, no matter on how many clues he doesn't pick up on. Alan is holding a fish phone, a phone that's shaped like a fish, and talking to someone on the other line. I'm telling you, I gotta win her back. Can you help me out? On the other line is Walter, wearing a white coat while holding a beaker in his laboratory. Well, I'm sure I could be of some assistance. For science! Great nice, seriously. Practice Cut to Walter in a scuba suit walking on the ocean floor, walking towards Atlantis. He stops, looks up, looks back, the, back at the camera, and says, Oh, brother, not again! Walter is immediately crushed by a sinking giant anchor. <laughs> He chose his family once before. Uh, he chose her over his family once before. Will he do it again? Alan and Freddy stand face to face on a New York City dock. Hey, I can't believe you're alive. And you're a mer person now. Eh, that's okay. I still love you. Now, come here and give me a smooch, you little fish stick. <laughs> Now's not the time. I'm having... Marital problems with my wife, who intends to wipe out all of mankind. Wow, sounds like a real nutbag. And you know, there are plenty of other fish in the... 
Alan gives him a, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Kind of stare. Oh, sorry. You know the age-old saying, once you've had fish, you'll never want any other kind of dish. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the same. Uh, we, we see Madison with her trident leading the way, charges towards the surface with an army of people and all kinds of fish behind her. This summer, dive back into... We see in the army that there is a formation of fish holding up a Mad Max-like speaker system. <laughs> Attached to the top is a live Billy Bass that is pounding his fin. It's a wounded black Aristocats. At the other end, he's sinking into the microphone. Take me to the surface. Let me lead the uprising. Can't wait 2000s action movie style pedophile. He reads Splash 2, The Uprising. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that Eugene loved you. That, that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. And yeah. the whole, uh, that seemed infinitely better than the movie that we watched. <laughs> I just, I just really wanted to give, oh my goodness, Tom Hanks' character the shit he deserves. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. shitty character. He's so awful. He was terrible. He was on, when he finds out that she's a mermaid and he gets released from the lab, and his biggest complaint is, I finally find love, and she's a mermaid? And yeah. I'm like, hold on, say that again. Yeah. You finally found love, and she's a mermaid, dude? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> a mermaid uh, likes you. For yeah. some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, which was, was he the only guy that ever fell into the ocean and she saw him? Like, I, you know what? She on, had lady. the same reaction he did, though, where she was like, All my life, I'm going to be seeking you out now. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm grasping There's at There's plenty here. of fish in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go fish. Once you go. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Isn't that what you said? Oh, no, I said, once you've had a oh, fish. <laughs> once you've had fish, you'll never want another kind of dish. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the refrigerator thing. Oh, God. How? Yeah. I, I want to know yeah. how anyone, anyone can comfortably, like, how, how'd you get up there? Like, what? Yeah. This is New York. Apartments aren't huge. <laughs> was this also Ron Howard's first movie? Could have been. Yeah. He, he directed was, it. Yeah. And like I was like, holy shit. I probably was one of his first ones. Oh, man. I hope he hates this movie as much as we do. <laughs> I, think I would watch this sequel, though. I tell you what. Oh, man. Have you seen the trailer? No. <laughs> <laughs> The trailer reads like a sitcom. It does. It does. <laughs> I love everything about it. It's like it's not the same story at all. Oh, it's so funny. I love that you changed it though. It just makes a complete one eighty. Yeah, and well, I mean, what else are you supposed to do with the sequel? I know. I mean, it definitely didn't have Ron Howard in it, like directing yeah. it. Right. 
but it's just such a different vibe altogether. The 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 movie that like the real the, sequel. Yeah, the real the sequel. Real sequel. Um, yeah, I watched like a little bit of it, like the the video that you had. Um, it looked like and it. it I'm pretty sure it was an ABC made for TV That's movie. That's what it looked like, yeah. And it was like the 40 seconds I saw was just like music and all, and you know, them doing loving things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, that doesn't count. In my book, yeah. that doesn't yeah. count. If it's not in a theater, and I know this is like different right now, but like in the past, if it wasn't in a theater, if it doesn't have the direct stars in it, mm-hmm. I don't care. That doesn't, was the doesn't kind of conclusion count. I came to. I was like, I couldn't find this movie anywhere. Yeah. Apparently, they haven't tried to release it in the U.S. at all. <laughs> probably Smart. for a really good reason. Smart. So I was like, okay, fine. If I can't see this movie, I'm just going to assume that they don't like it either. Mm-hmm. And... I'll make an improvement on what I think the sequel could have been. There you go. <laughs> you know, and then there you there go. You um, so I'll tell you what we we just had a uh, very exciting action trailer, <laughs> which I think is perfect for what the sequel needs. It needs to go in a different direction. And before we get into yours, mm-hmm. I want to go through mine just real quick because I thought sort of along the same lines, where I was like torn between these two philosophies. Right on the one hand, I was like. I want to go in a different direction, and I want to go, like, horror with it. Yeah. Right? Um, and then I was also thinking, like, well, no, I want to try and stay true to the sense of the original and do, like, a real, what a real sequel could be. Mm-hmm. Right? So I've I've got pretty much just, just an outline here, uh, ideas for what it would be, and then I've written a short script that we can read partway through um, when we get to that point in the outline. Uh, so it's just going to be called Splash 2. Okay. That's a good title. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. I worked really hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> it represents everything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the first line. So, um, Alan and Madison get to her hometown, <laughs> and it's called... <laughs> <laughs> but in English, it's pronounced West something. <laughs> uh, Alan meets Madison's parents, and they have dinner, and... Uh, Madison's dad likes teasing Alan and saying they're going to eat him. You know, <laughs> stuff like, oh, it's nice to have you for dinner. <laughs> um, which would have been, if I was going to do horror, it would have just been all that. It would have been like yeah. dinner scene where they're going to eat him. Um, I'd watch that. Yeah. They end up having lobster, and Alan has to eat it like Madison did in the first movie, and he's all freaked out about it. That's his mouth <laughs> wide open. <laughs> there's a bunch of blood, open. and there's sharks <laughs> swimming out the house window. <laughs> Yep, that's happened. Uh, uh, let's see. Madison is giving Alan a tour around her city when one of her old flames shows up. Ooh. And um, hard to do because it's underwater. Exactly. <laughs> that's uh, the way the two asterisks. Let's just. Uh, so this is where the scene is going to take place. So she's giving him a tour around the city, um, and it's on the same page. If you scroll down a little bit, you can see the actual scene. It's very short. Uh, I'll be doing the stage directions. Uh, Steve, we're going to have you reading Tony and Goon 2. Yep. And then, Natalie, we'll have you reading Madison and Goon 1. Nice. And I'll read Alan. So exterior, city street, evening. Madison and Alan swim slowly through the streets of West Sunkville. Alan wears his headphones made out of conch shells. Madison gave these to him so that he can understand the mermaid language. To speak to them, he talks through a kazoo. <laughs> They're looking up at all the buildings around them, and as they turn a corner, 
standing on her corner and leaning against the light post is Tony. <laughs> standing? <laughs> Tony wears a leather jacket and blue jeans over his tail. Well, not really blue jeans because he only needs the one leg. So it's basically just a single tube of denim with the bottom cut off and roll, uh, the bottom cuff rolled up. Tony is also smoking a salmon like a cigarette. <laughs> Next to Tony are Goon 1 and Goon 2. Tony nudges Goon 1 with his elbow, nods in the direction of Madison and Alan, and flicks away the salmon. He swims up to Madison and Alan, followed by the goons. Hey, Madison. Long time no see. Not today, Tony. Please. Do you know these guys? Madison! Shut up, Lander. No one is talking to you. Yeah. Listen, fellas, we don't want no trouble. Well, trouble's what you got, Lander. Madison. Tony, please. Oh, you're not welcome down here, Lander. Tony starts to swim a slow circle around Alan, but he's not paying attention to where he's swimming. Uh, boss? Tony falls through a, man- a mermaid hole. <laughs> it's, it's like a manhole, but you know, underwater. Come on! <laughs> Madison grabs Alan's hand and they swim off. Great. I can't, I can't wait to see how that gets resolved. <laughs> it's the same kind of cartoon shit that <laughs> I've been playing, uh, uh, Paper Mario Origami King. Okay. And there's this character that's an origami like person who can fly. Mm-hmm. But she keeps falling every single time that something happens and gravity fails. <laughs> she'll fall and then she'll be like, oh, that's right, I can fly. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? I can just remember that. Oh. <laughs> it's like falling through a hole in water. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a manhole. It's a mermaid hole. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, so, yeah, Tony, old flame, starts giving her some grief, trying to win her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he also hates Landers, and he's trying to kill Alan, but make it look like an accident. He's sort of like Eugene Levy, where he's scheming to win Madison back with his goons, and they cannot... Uh, and they concoct elaborate Looney Tunes-esque plans and fail every time. <laughs> the uh, old flame Tony threatens Alan outright, and they go back to Manhattan to hide and get help from Eugene Levy and John Candy. There's still an APB out on Alan and Madison, and uh, they hide all they hide with goofy trench coats and shit. Like, like cartoon, you're hiding from the cops or whatever. Um, but... The government catches Madison, and the boys catch Old Flame, and they do an exchange with the government where uh, to swap them out. Okay. So the government has Tony, and Madison's free, and uh, at the end, uh, Alan works on land still at that same, you know, fruit and vegetable crate place, um, and uh, by day, and then by night. He's he he's married to Madison and they live underwater and she comes back and like picks him up and they swim 
They swim to their town every night. She picks them up at work every day. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Could you could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine? Like you're you're by the docks and you're working. You're, you're there for a couple days. You're new on the job, and all of a sudden you just see your boss like backwards dive out of the water. Then he turns around and catches a lunch bag and says, "Bye, honey." Lots and lots of fishies swimming by me under the water, under the sea. Yep. I mean, you probably just think he's coming off the stack and we bury it. That's something. That's another thing they don't fucking explain in the movie. Why can he swim now? Like. Because they're together. Because they're together, together and he he could just swim underwater and hold his breath forever. Yeah, does she have lungs and gills? Does he have... I thought, like, the gills kind of come out when she's in the water. Okay. Right? Like, and when she... He doesn't get a fishtail. No, he doesn't get a fishtail. Not yet. Once they get married, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I, I I also don't know the rules of the seven day. Like they didn't. Okay. They didn't yeah, why is there a seven? I was day like, is this rum springer for yeah. Yeah. What's exactly. going on? <laughs> like, where in the movie did it say? Like, I wish they would have like went by some old sunken boat that said like, yes. oh, you're you're cursed. You only live land <laughs> right. for seven days. Right. Right. She has access to an old sunken boat mm-hmm. where she gets these ancient maps. That are so accurate. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was well, that scene? To be fair, if you didn't really need the map, no. if you're going to New York, all you gotta do is swim down. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get there eventually. <laughs> so she's she's like, it doesn't. Is this what happens to water when it gets cold? As they're standing on ice, it doesn't get cold where I'm from, bitch. <laughs> it gets cold where you're from. <laughs> they yeah. never explain that either. She, like the the reef that they show you, everything is is yeah. well. That's they jump off the pier in New York City. Yeah, and there's a reef with fish. I no, I've never been swimming in any sort of New York waterway, but I don't think that's the case. No, and not very well lit either. It's nice and sunny, like you're in the Bahamas or something. <laughs> oh, seems seems like the location scouting was. <laughs> In Southern California. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For podcast, I, I made a oh, hand motion yes, <laughs> to separate yes. the ghosts because people can hear that. <laughs> and I'm still doing it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's been like six times already. <laughs> oh, oh, dear yeah. Lord. So that was trying to be in the spirit of Splash 2 yeah. of the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, of course. First off, when you first told me this, I'm like, oh, okay, Shrek 2. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then adding in the boyfriend, like, that's the prince, the, the fairy godmother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you cover all the bases there. Good. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I'm interested now to hear your take on Splash 2, especially... Because uh, you came into this with the knowledge that there was already a splash. Uh, 
So, like I said, when I pitched it, no idea there was a splash two. Could you, I yeah. would never would have known this for my life. Then, trying to make sure there wasn't a sequel, I found the sequel, and I was thoroughly disappointed because not only does a sequel exist, which would technically make this splash three, right? But uh, I also can't find it anywhere. I can't see it, so I can't feast my eyes on what this smorgasbord of bad this probably is and probably worse than the first one yeah probably was definitely this a, worse this than the was first a, one. this was a disney movie or this, this was like an abc um sunday well, night like the movie original, i mean oh the movie no that was like in theaters movie but like yeah. was it disney or was it like touchstone i'm or whatever i'm assuming that it's from some company that disney eventually bought yeah because i would assume absorbed i would yeah. assume the reason they made a splash too is a they had nothing else coming out while mm-hmm. their competitors did or b uh the rights were coming up on it and they didn't want to lose them maybe mm-hmm. i mean the movie was so successful uh it but, so now, but the, then how could you make a sequel without any stars because it, it like what, what were they gonna do? Like, if you would have made a real movie sequel to this, it would have been him underwater. They the, like the CGI back then. Like, that's the best they could do is like ten seconds of the same clip in different angles of them underwater. <laughs> but I mean, do you think they would have tried to make the splash two that actually exists? No, I just think that like and like the reason like seeing that is is something that we've seen with other movies yeah. in this like it, yeah like we like the for instance the shaggy da there's there was a shaggy da too there was actually two of them that mm-hmm. happened like right after that that movie came out and they both were on like abc you know sunday night movies so i guess this is a thing that disney does with any of their properties if there's something that's like oh this was a success but it's not a big enough success to bring back and do it again mm-hmm. especially with emerging talent like uh like tom hanks and like, daryl hannah yeah mm-hmm. like and eugene levy yeah, yeah. they <laughs> they were gonna get them to to come back for that so they're like oh fuck yeah. it we'll just make a make a TV movie out of it using the same idea. That way we don't have to think a new idea. So. Yeah, I guess that was pretty common back then. Back then? Still is? Still is. Still is. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. is. It's pretty. It's just there's more stuff to cloud it. Yeah. You know? where Yeah. Back then in my mom's day, she always liked to say, it was three, six, and ten. There were three channels. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to keep track of. <laughs> For a second, I thought that was bad math. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we know. Three plus six equals ten. (laughs) The TV channels in Philadelphia during the 80s. Should have been nine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your scene about? <laughs> Let's get to you. Okay, so I was since I couldn't see the movie, I looked up the synopsis of the movie, and I was like, oh, okay, that's awful. <laughs> that would have been a really terrible movie. Uh, let me see if I can work with some of the elements of this existing sequel. Sure. See what I can improve on. And I started out, I think, with the same intentions, right? I really wanted to honor the 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 genre and, like, the goofiness and all that stuff. But the more I'm writing, the more I hate Alan more and more yeah. and more and more. And, and he's just not likable. 
So so that led me to what I wrote. And uh, yeah. let me see. I, I, there's a couple of characters. I didn't make a, a cast list like like a pro. That's okay. Um, we got a dolphin, a merkid, Madison, and Alan, and a conch shell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Steve, can you read for the dolphin? Yeah. And <laughs> oh man, I really want to be the concho. <laughs> Congrats, Chris. Please read for the Merkid. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll stick to the Madison theme. I'll I'll read for Madison. Uh, Steve, can you read for Alan? Yeah. And and I would have loved to have given you the concho, but it's, it's going to go. It's yeah. <laughs> and I don't think there's any other characters. <laughs> All right, so I'm Dolphin and Alan. Great. Okay. And, I, and I'll read the, the directions. Um, okay. Exterior, underwater, day. Wide establishing track shot pans across a crystal clear Caribbean expanse with colorful speckles of coral and anemone. Manta rays zoom over the seabed and schools of tropical fish occupy the screen and scatter, revealing a school of dolphins playing with a group of merkids. Oh, I forgot to title my movie. Um, it's, it's Splash Also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the merkid with the orange-red tail grabs onto a dolphin's dorsal fin, and they take off swimming and jumping towards the horizon. The dolphin has a pale birthmark on its beak shaped like a, like a heart, Clearly, the two of them have a special relationship. The dolphin and the merkid swim into a cloudy area just as several fish seem to be escaping where they've just arrived. The shadow of a menacing research vessel wipes over their faces. Just as they look up, a wide net crashes down on them. The dolphin and the merkid fight to escape the net with the merkid just barely escaping. The dolphin is trapped in the net and pulled to the surface in distress. It's exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> Merkid looks like they're crying, although it's difficult to tell underwater. Can you tell if someone is crying if they're underwater? <laughs> They watch as the boat takes off. The merkid comes up to the surface in the wake of the boat and determines its trajectory using echolocation. With one last teary gaze towards the boat, merkid dives furiously into the water to look for help. Uh, exterior, remote tropical island, day. Loud grunting and sawing is heard amidst a lush tropical background of singing birds and quintessential music of El Caribe. In between grunts, Alan is singing... Zippity doo da, zippity my oh my, what a wonderful day! Because he would sing that in the movie yeah. nonstop, yeah. and it's <laughs> from was... a really racist movie yeah. that Disney made one time that they won't. Song of the South, look it up. Um, a crudely constructed home made of coconut tree leaves and bamboo sticks that aren't indigenous to this part of the Caribbean <laughs> sits atop pearly white sand in a shaded area facing the beach. Shot widens, revealing a tropical nook with all the island necessities. A fire pit, three abandoned versions of bamboo-constructed boats, <laughs> a slew of unopened UPS packages, and coconuts <laughs> for days. Alan is sawing a coconut with a makeshift machete when it slips and nicks him. Ow! 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 Madison! Ah! 
Madison emerges from the hurt from the hut. Alan, what's wrong? I cut myself, Madison, again. Madison reaches out to grab Alan's hand. There's a spurting flow of blood shooting out of his index finger. It's okay, Alan. Madison puts his finger in her mouth and closes her eyes. <laughs> a twinkle of magic and his finger is healed. There, all better. Thanks, Madison. I don't know where I'd be without you. Madison bites her lip. <laughs> In New York, silly. Yeah, I guess so. A conch shell rises from the shoreline and conks Alan. Is it conch shell? And then it conks... I just heard that now. I just heard it now. (laughs) A conch shell rises from the shoreline and conks Alan directly in the forehead, knocking him unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Madison picks up the shell excitedly. excitedly must be news from mom madison puts the shell up to her ear the screech from the shell reawakens alan from his unexpected nap yes i accept the charges Mom says they're settling the date for the tribunal. They're going to invite you to join our city. Oh. What? The tribunal is in three months. That's all they say? The call got disconnected. Three months, three months, Madison, we've been waiting for six months, and this is the first time they've spoken to you since then. They hate me. They don't hate you. Besides, I love you, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Tell that to the tribunal. I will. No, I was being facetious. Shuts. I wasn't serious. Well, I am. I'm very serious about you, Alan, and they know that. These things take time. You're the first human that knows anything about us in 200 years. Three months, Madison. (laughs) What are we supposed to do for three months? Exactly. (laughs) The waves crash on the shore, and Merkid emerges from the water. Who's that? Alan grips his ears as blood pours from them. (laughs) It's my brother. (laughs) Merkid is resting on the sand, catching their breath as their fins slowly become legs. Alan is bleeding from his nose. Madison, English, please! (laughs) He's on his knees, gripping his entire head. His eyes are bleeding. Oh, sorry, Alan. My brother says that... (laughs) ...has been taken. 
Alan is completely incapacitated by the screeching. Madison puts a hand over Merkid and pulls him into the water with her. They disappear into the water. Madison! Allison, uh, Alan, <laughs> Alan is parallel with the sand and writhing in pain. He groans with every turn of his body. He passes out from the pain. The blood from his eyes and nose pool in his open mouth and he begins to choke. He wakes up just as the blood is caught in his lungs. Alan struggles to turn his body from his back to his stomach, crawling on all fours towards the water. Alan drowns in his own blood, just as Madison emerges from the water to tell him the rest of the news. Oh. The end. Now it's... I love your use of high-pitched screeching. <laughs> you, made, you made them talk best, in their native tongue. Best use of high-pitched screeching. <laughs> the award for dolphin language. I figured if anything, this will be the most annoying episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we might, might have to put a disclaimer on it. And be like, hey, don't listen to it loud. Yeah, don't take out to it your earbuds. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, take out your earbuds. This might, this might uh, hurt dogs. I love, I love it. It's so, it's so goofy. <laughs> the conch shell. <laughs> the conch conks unconscious. I didn't. I was, I was discovering that in real time right now. Okay. <laughs> the conch. <laughs> Conks him unconsciously. <laughs> yeah. The conch conks him unconsciously. <laughs> the conch conches did it. You try it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. If you can do it for 30 seconds, uninterrupted, no stutters, no fuck ups, you can be a guest on the show. <laughs> Send us your proof to 555. Uh, or a Facebook page. Yeah. Or a Facebook page. <laughs> oh, there's so many tears. <laughs> you can tell them I'm crying because I'm above water. Oh. You know, uh, it's true. It's true. Uh, I really appreciated that you took two moments that seemed pretty innocuous in the first movie, right? Where... It's just a joke that her language is screeching and it breaks all the TVs, mm-hmm. right? So obviously that has to be in the sequel in some way, right? Obviously. Which is why I gave him the conch shells as headphones or whatever, right? But but she when she's in his apartment, she picks it up and looks at it like it's a phone. So <gasps> That's got to be like some subconscious shit that stuck with me because Must have been. <laughs> I didn't even remember that, but you're right. Yeah. Must have been. So it's just like it's just canon that in this world, conch shells are phones. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God. <laughs> now we gotta rewatch it. Yeah. Look for yeah. Clues. I yeah. gotta watch it a third time. 
Uh, no, I will never see that movie again. No, never. The only thing that, that I wish uh, any of our sequels would have had is like John a Candy. group of lobsters and crabs just like hanging out, and then they see her coming. They're like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> she eats the shit out of that lobster. Yeah. And uh, why? The scientists are like, "I want to see how she does with other sea with other like marine life." It's like, she'll just eat it. She's going to eat yeah. them. They're going to go away. <laughs> Take a bite They're going to be it. gone. Just... <laughs> you know, that is, honestly, that's something that, in the writing, they got, they tried to get it right, you know, with, like, the fish language, the fact that she does eat the lobster. Yeah, because yeah. what the fuck are there's, there's some, like, There's some solid mermaid jokes. Yeah. Uh, mermaid bits. And they're all, like, if you were to imagine a scientifically accurate mermaid. This one comes close. Yeah. You know, I don't know about the hair. That doesn't make yeah. any sense Because it's an Oscar-nominated <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, I would watch a reboot of this movie if, if instead of uh, a beautiful Daryl Hannah type as the lead mermaid, it's that mermaid character from SNL. That's. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> where she's like, where she's, she's, she's got like the fish this, head. She's, yeah. got, she's like this slimy. She, she's she's a scientifically more accurate person. <laughs> <laughs> I remember loving that sketch so much. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I could watch this again if I just imagine that it's that. Kate McKinnon character instead of Daryl Hannah the whole time. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't, nobody's pulled this out and tried yeah. to do it again in like a rom com like style. Yeah. Like and today's rom com. They totally could too. Mm-hmm. Like today you definitely have the technology. I was reading the IMDb for, you know, Daryl Hannah having to be in that suit and sometimes she couldn't get out of it. Sometimes uh-huh. she had to spend the whole day in it so she couldn't pee or shit like that. And I was like, that, I don't think they'd do that to an actor today. Definitely not. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> well, that's not. You're true. already in the water, Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Right? So uh, I mean, they did. They, there are crazy people out there. I don't think they would do it for Splash, but like with the Revenant, they were out in the wilderness, all hardcore for oh. real. So like, mm-hmm. I wonder maybe maybe for like, you know, not for Splash, but maybe I don't know. When in the hands of Denis Villeneuve presents. Let me let me ask. Uh, let's say Hollywood were they were to uh, like reboot this right now. Yeah. Who would be your leading man and leading lady? Um, okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. Uh, uh, what's this kid's name? He's gonna be in Dune. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. The Chalamet. Yeah. yeah. As Alan. Uh huh. Hmm. He's pretty good. Uh, I'll throw out. I want him to be in everything. Uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> would, be, would be a great like business guy who feels like he's down on his luck even though he's got everything including presidential dinners lined up that's um, true that's true i mean he would be playing well nick cage always plays to much younger ages i'd i'd go Better. he's so good i'd go i'd go full popcorn and go uh uh chris evans and um fuck what's her name daenerys uh, oh, Emily Clark. Em- Emily Clark. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, and you know, she has some rom com mm-hmm. under her belt. Mm-hmm. 
I would do I would do Nick Cage and <laughs> Nick Kate Cage? McKinnon. <laughs> 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 you just really want to see <laughs> realistic. Um, well, but I would, I would still put in uh, Eugene Levy as of the course. same role. <laughs> yeah, he has to. He has to reprise the role. He's um, like, oh, it's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would stick in the SNL world and. For Daryl Hannah, I would I would put in uh, Kristen Wiig. Okay, I think that that kind of oh yeah that Kristen Wiig she kind she of... would be a good fish out of water. And on that note, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, Natalie, before we go, is there anything that uh, in order in a weird, strange time right now? Is there anything that you'd like to pitch or plug? Um. Uh, Weird straight time. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't have any. Uh, Anything upcoming? Um, sometimes my improv team missed call gets together on Zoom with uh, uh, the Magnet Theater in New York and via, again via Zoom, and we do a show on Twitch. Uh, I just said Zoom. It's Twitch. It's Twitch. Uh, on Sundays, it's it's every other Sunday for us, and outside of that. I don't, I don't know when this is coming out, but... It'll be like a month or so. In a month or so? Well, in a month or so, I, w- I will hope that you have voted. Please, yes. yep. please go vote. And... Um, if not, we're turning you into a mermaid and throwing you yes. in the water. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm not really... You know, I'm just living my life, doing some volunteer work here and there, but mostly uh, playing a lot of Paper Mario Origami King, and I'm not ashamed of it. Don't forget that you can fly. Uh, she can fly. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia, you can fly. Oh, <laughs> uh, perfect. Well, I don't know. I'd like to continue hanging out and, and, and talking about this specific movie. Yeah. All night long. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I, I, I gotta run because, uh, it's almost Sunday. And on any given Sunday, <laughs> anybody can win the football game. <laughs> uh, sorry, I gotta run. Um, I started dating this girl. Her name's Ramona. And uh, I also found out that she has seven exes that I have to face and beat up <laughs> in order to be her boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we're not gonna hang out, I, I was down to do it, but... You know what? You're right. I, I gotta go too because uh, I was in a car accident five years ago, and my wife died, and uh, now I can see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a slew of strange, mysterious heart attacks happening <laughs> all over town, and I always happen to conveniently be near the dead body because I was talking to the ghost. Um, so now everyone's after me. There's also this crazy grimmer spirit who's trying to kill all my friends. And this woman who I just fell in love with, like, in 24 hours. I can't, I can't let that go, guys. I can't, I can't <laughs> just, let that go. Just can't catch a break. <laughs> no. 